The Reserve Bank of Australia has cut interest rates to a record low. Let's have a look. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Florian Heiser, and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. Well, big news. The Reserve Bank has cut interest rates to a historic low. The cash rate, and we'll just jump over here, is now sitting at 0.75%. It surprised, frankly, nobody. Everyone was expecting it, but still, it's a big deal. Let's have a look. Let's jump over to my favorite website, Trading Economics, and let's have a look at Australia, just to get a bit of a historical perspective on the data that we have. So the interest rate, there we go. We're down below 1% and we'll pull out to the max data. Look at that change. Now guys, we'll read through the statement from our governor to look at his justification or the board's justification for this decision. Now, I think it's important that you know, when we get this information from the media, we kind of pull it apart and discuss it and bring in a bit of a broader contextual bit of information and understanding from the economy. Now, if this is important to you or think if it's interesting to you, your friends and your family, please share this video and share this channel. I'd like to spread the word and get it out there to more people. Because have a look, guys. There'd be a generation that wouldn't remember interest rates at this level. Up here, we can see there's a generation that has never experienced a recession. The worst they would have encountered would have been the GFC. And while technically we have been, the economy's been depressed since then, and we have had several per capita recessions, that's a little different to when they actually can bring themselves to say the R word. So you can see here, our interest rates are now at a, <laughs> they're beyond emergency le levels. What does that tell you guys? Just for someone who's hearing this, what does that tell you about the economy? Does that fill you with confidence? Or... Is it just lining up with everything else we've been talking about? So let me know in the comments, guys. You know, share your concerns. So here we go. Let's read the statement by Philip Lowe, the governor, about the monetary policy decision. The date was the 1st of October 2019, a date which will live in infamy. <laughs> the date that Australia joined the sub-1% club. Now, before I go on, I'm going to have a shot of my coffee. Oh boy. So at its meeting today, the board decided to lower the cash rate by 25 basis points to 0.75%. While the outlook for the global economy remains reasonable, reasonable, that, that's a, he loves that word, the risks are tilted to the downside. The US-China trade and technology disputes are affecting international trade flows and investments as businesses scale back spending plans because of the increased uncertainty. At the same time, in most advanced economies, unemployment rates are low and wages growth has picked up, although inflation remains low. In China, the authorities have taken further steps to support the economy while continuing to address risks in the financial system. But if we jump back to trading economics, and let's just look at some of Australia's data. We'll look at our unemployment rate. And you can see in the last quarter, it has jumped up to 5.3%. And remember, this is the ABS methodology. Depending on the methodology you use to measure unemployment, you know, even one hour, within, working one hour per week within the, the assessment period, deems you to be employed. 
Now, I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but can can <laughs> I can't live off one hour a week? I mean, ex except for for the the tremendous um, opportunities that YouTube provides, <laughs> one hour a week, yeah. So interest rates are very low around the world, and some are even negative. And further monetary easing is widely expected as central banks respond to the persistent downside risk to the global economy and subdued inflation. Long-term government bond yields are around record lows in many countries, including Australia. Borrowing rates for both businesses and households are also at historical low levels. The Australian dollar is at its lowest level of recent times. Well, yes, uh, I think this morning, I will jump here, let's have a look. I think it was at 67 cents, 67 US cents. We'll go to the front page, it's right here. Australian US, yes, 67.3. So it's gone down. We'll have a look at the historic data for that. For those of you that don't remember, you can see here. I mean, we're in December 2018, it was well over 70 cents. We'll look at the max data. And remember those times, guys? Well, no, I don't remember them because I'm too young. I'm sure some other people do, but I remember these times. We were over a dollar the last time in living memory. So, the Australian economy expanded by 1.4% over the year to the June quarter, which was a weaker than expected outcome. A weaker than expected outcome. And here is the, the crux of the issue. Monetary policy, the economic modeling that they're doing and the, the expectations that they have they're constantly being surprised. So does that mean there's a problem with their methodology? I'd argue there is. A gentle turning point, however, appears to have been reached with economic growth a little higher over the first half of this year than over the second half of 2018. The low levels of interest rates, recent tax cuts, ongoing spending on infrastructure, signs of, st of stabilization in some established housing markets and a brighter outlook for the resource sector should all support growth. Okay, that's his spin on it. What I would say, the drastic cut to interest rates, the drastic, you know, tax cuts, even if they're small, but they're still, tremendous spending on infrastructure and just dumb luck that our resources are higher than what was anticipated should should be a warning sign that all we have is a moderate a tiny little stabilization in the economy that, that that's my that's my take on it guys let me know if you if i'm overreacting it's not filling me with confidence the main domestic uncertainty continues to be outlook for consumption with the sustained period of only modest increases in household disposable income continuing to weigh on consumer spending that's because of housing affordability. Employment has continued to grow strongly and labor force participation is at a record high. The unemployment rate has, however, remained steady at around 5.25% over recent months. Forward-looking indicators of labor demand indicate that employment growth is likely to slow from its recent fast pace. I, I would, well, judging by declines in building approval numbers in the construction sector, I thought employment growth is going to decrease. And if not, employment growth will probably decline. Well, employment will decline. So wages growth remains subdued and there is little upward pressure at present with increased labor demand being met by more supply. 
caps on wage growth are also affecting public sector pay outcomes across the country. Well, not in Queensland, where they're just handing out money to people for no reason. And economic economists just advise that it's going to decrease credit card debt, which is a smart thing. A further gradual lift in wage growth will be a welcome development. Taken together, recent outcomes suggest that the Australian economy can sustain lower rates of unemployment and underemployment. Inflation pressures remain subdued, and this is likely to be the case for some time yet. In both headline and underlying terms, inflation is expected to be a little under 2% over, over 2020 and a little above 2% over 2021. There are further signs of a turnaround in established housing markets, especially in Sydney and Melbourne. Yes, but how much... How how much uh, influence have you had to have or how much many cuts to the cash rate have been required to turn that around? And there's reduced supply as well. Does he mention that? So in contrast, new dwelling activity has weakened and growth in housing credit remains low. Demand for credit by investors is subdued and credit conditions, especially for small and medium-sized businesses, remain tight. Mortgage rates are at record lows and there is strong competition for borrowers of high credit capacity. Quality. The board took the decision to lower interest rates further today to support employment and income growth and to provide greater confidence that inflation will be consistent with the medium term target. But who wants inflation? They want inflation. Inflation encourages or nudges the masses to spend, or at least that's my assuming that the goal is, but if, as inflation is an er it erodes the purchasing power of your money. The economy still has spare capacity and lower interest rates will help make inroads into that. The board also took account of the forces leading to the trend to lower interest rates globally and the effect this trend is having on the Australian economy and inflation outcomes. It is reasonable to expect that an extended period of low interest rates will be required in Australia to reach full employment and achieve the inflation target. But they can't get much lower and it's going to have even less impact i mean cutting rates by another 0.25 percent what difference is that going to make hardly anything and it's here's here's the question i put to you do you think the the hit to the economy from lack in confidence will be offset by the increased spending due to the reduction in cash rates what do you think because last survey results i looked at 82 percent of people think that a recession is coming this just screams recession's coming this just screams recession is coming. I don't know. Let me know what you think, guys. Am I overreacting? I, I don't seem to think I am. The board will continue to monitor developments, including in the labor market, and is prepared to ease monetary policy further, if needed, to support sustainable growth in the economy, full employment, and the achievement of the inflation target over time. So there we have the statement from our governor and the board. So there's a few interesting points he's raised there. And really, it's it all seems to be just demonstrating that the effectiveness of the moves that the board can do are going to have diminishing returns. So it, it, it comes a point where is it going to dent confidence more than the benefit it'll have? Let me know what you think in the comments, guys. Well, thank you all very much for joining me for this episode of Heiser Says. Please like, share, and subscribe to the videos. And if you'd like to help me out, I do have a Patreon and subscribe star. You'll find down below. 
And thank you all very much for your support there. So guys, not really surprising to anyone, honestly, but what does that tell you about confidence? Let me know what you think, guys. Is this screaming confidence to you or not? Because it's not to me at all. <laughs> Take care, and I'll see you tomorrow.